High Limit will award five charters after this season. We'll dive in today and predict who's getting them and tell you why Jeremy Elliott and Chase Rodman are wrong about their choices. Plus, we'll talk to Dirt Late Model veterans looking for good runs this week at Ocala. Let's go. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is back in action tonight at Ocala Speedway after having a Sunday and Monday off following Gold Niles. Monday wasn't really an off day, though, as teams had the chance to hit Ocala for open practice. 45 cars on the property, and Jimmy Owens had the quickest single lap, 13,860, according to my race pass. Ricky Thornton Jr. and Tim McCready were two others who broke under the 14-second barrier on the night. Owens was quick at Golden Isles, uh, starting towards the front both nights and finishing sixth on Thursday. They had issues, though, Saturday and were out early. Owens hasn't won with either a national touring series since 2022. He picked up two outlaw wins in September that year, and his last Lucas victory was at Smoky Mountain in June of 2022. They struggled a bit at Volusia earlier this month, but it definitely seems like they are finding some pace with that Kohler Motorsports car here more recently. As for McCready, not a great start to the year over the weekend. Uh, finishes of 20th and 26th at Golden Isles. It's been pretty rare the last few seasons to see that car finish 20th or worse two straight nights. Those guys have some work to do this week, but last night's last uh, lap time in practice was promising. They haven't won a Lucas show since June of 2023. It's a winless streak of 28 straight nights. The 39 team missed out on the Lucas chase in 2023 after winning back-to-back series titles in 22 and 21. This season, uh, they are no longer the Longhorn housecar team, and you have to wonder if Golden Isles was just a bump in the road or a sign of other issues here. I will point you to 2021, though. They started the season with finishes of 20th, 25th, 28th, and 15th before roaring back that season to win the championship. We'll see what they can do uh, to bounce back this year. Uh, Last year, these two uh, nights at Ocala were split by RTJ and Jonathan Davenport, and those two have already had a run in this season with things getting spicy back on Saturday night. We'll see if that tension continues through speed weeks. If you aren't in the neighborhood tonight, you can watch Lucas live from Ocala on Flow Racing. Also, if you're more of a modified fan, Flow has uh, uh, that tonight as well. UMP Modifieds and the Winter Nationals uh, continuing from East Bay. As we approach the beginning of the first ever high limit season as a big time national series, I've been promising a look at the possible championship fight and the charter lock-in teams for this first go. I feel like today is a good day to dive in here because we've seen two others post their predictions in recent days as well. And those two I'm referring to are sprint car curmudgeon Jeremy Elliott and the tallest man in sprint car racing and the voice of high limit, Chase Rodman. Back last Friday, Jeremy predicted a Brad Sweet championship with Rico Abreu, Brent Marks, James McFadden, and Tyler Courtney grabbing those five charter spots. He also had Justin Peck, Corey Eliason, Zeb Wise, Spencer Baston, and Corey Day on the fringes. And then yesterday, Rodman went through his top 10 prediction for the year, choosing the same five to earn charters, but Rico winning the title over Sweet. I agree with both guys in terms of the top two. Brad and Rico, I think, are a pretty clear step above the rest of the field at this moment. Brad's resume speaks for itself. You cannot beat his consistency. Over the past seven seasons, 503 LL races, he's averaged a feature finish of 5.47. That's just insane. And I don't know how you pick against him, but here is what I will say. High Limit is not a well-oiled machine just yet. And, and I say that because they haven't existed. You know, this the, the midweek deal of what we saw last year and what we're seeing this year, two completely different organizations, two completely different setups. 
They brought in some great people to run it, and hopefully Brad can just focus on racing each night. But if there are issues early and distractions on race days, somebody like Rico might be able to get out front early and seize control of this one. So I do think there's a scenario where Brad can be beaten. Even so, I'm still going Big Cat for the title here with Rico a close second. I also agree with both that Tyler Courtney gets in. He should be in the mix for that third place in the standings, and here's why. Each season out with the All-Stars, he got better, and even though he missed out on the 2023 championship, last season was his best season by far. 35 top 10s in 37 starts and an average finish of 4.92 with 9 victories. And you might say, Justin, that was against the All-Stars, though. What about against Outlaw Fields? Well, consider this. At the end of 2023, in his final eight Outlaw races, he had an average finish of 5.13. He had a win, three podiums, six top fives, and seven top tens. And those performances came against big stacked fields at Eldora, Williams Grove, Port Royal, and Charlotte. A lot of the high-limit tracks are places Sunshine has been to regularly, and he's ready to break out against tougher competition this season. But here's where both Jeremy and Chase went wrong with their selections. Neither had Corey Day getting a charter. Jeremy had him on the fringes, and Chase had him way down in seventh. I get it. Young kid, never traveled the country before, will be up against tough competition. But this is different. His car owner was only one of two guys to beat Donnie Schatz during a span of time where the TSR 15 knocked down 10 outlaw titles in 13 seasons. Jason Myers beat Schatz at the peak of his powers. He knows how to put a traveling team together. This 14 car is an outlaw level team ready to compete right now. As for Day himself, 10 410 wins in 2023, including nine on his way to the NARC championship and his first outlaw victory, a score at the Gold Cup. So can he win on the big stages? Absolutely. See the Gold Cup and the Chili Bowl. Can he be consistent? Yes, you'll see six outlaw top fives in seven races down the West Coast last year. Can he figure tracks out quickly? Yep, we've seen that. Uh, that we've seen that also. Strong high limit runs at Eagle and Kokomo, plus a top five at Peavey last year, and strong finishes with the All Stars in the Midwest last summer. There's going to be mistakes and missteps along the way. We obviously know that, but he will also be fast very, very often. As for that final charter spot, I think it's a toss up between James McFadden and Brett Marks. My concern with Marks and his crew chief, Heath Moyle, would be mad at me for this. I will probably get a text message, uh, is really three things here. First, Marks' 14 outlaw wins have come at six racetracks, only one of which is on the high limit schedule. Second, he hasn't been a touring regular in a few years. That's not nothing here. He's very much focused on certain parts of the country, and he can't do that anymore. And third, Brent Marks hasn't been to the West Coast since 2019. That part of the country makes up nearly 20% of the high limit schedule. You cannot afford to not run well out there. I think those things concern me for uh, Mark's chances at a uh, charter this season. As for McFadden, 2023 was a career season, and there's an argument uh, argument to be made that he's the better pick over Mark's. Especially uh, after three straight seasons against the Outlaws, uh, we know McFadden can win anywhere, and we know that TRD engine uh, makes a lot of steam. The issue with McFadden is consistency. Can he keep that 83 car clean? And have they made enough improvement to the TRD 410 to keep it from suffering those rapid unscheduled disassemblies so often? I think those are big questions. And I think I'm going to give the edge to Marks here just based on consistency. So Brad, Rico, Sunshine Day, Marks, those are my five charter teams for year one. Drop me a comment. Let me know what your predictions are and why you think I'm smarter than Jeremy and Chase on this one. I will call that good for today. Make sure to hit up the streaming schedule at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you tune in as well, whether that's here on YouTube, whether that's uh, in the podcast uh, apps, wherever, wherever you tune in, hit that subscribe button. Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk Lucas at Ocala and maybe even break a little bit of sprint car news. So stay tuned for that. 
Hope you guys have a great Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.